What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Through the Seams podcast. Once again, it's just myself, Tommy, and Jackson. It is 5.38 on deadline day. The trade deadline is in 22 minutes. Obviously, a lot has gone down so far. Um, so we're going to talk about the trades that have happened so far. Jackson, how are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. How are you? I, I can't complain, besides the fact that the Mets aren't really making a big splash here. I was splash, hoping yeah. For. But um, besides that, uh, it's been an exciting day in the baseball world, and I'm ready to talk about it. So um, I guess we could get right into it with the biggest trade of the day, Juan Soto to the San Diego Padres. Jackson? Yeah, I mean, huge, huge trade. Uh, Juan Soto and Josh Bell went to the Padres for Mackenzie Gore. Obviously, Sud left in a pitcher from a top prospect. Robert Hassel, the more prospect in their system, I'm pretty sure. Sud for some big a few years ago. CJ Abrams, obviously, everyone knows about him, former top prospect, now in the majors. James Wood, which I think is honestly maybe the main piece of this deal. 6 7, absolute stud, the top 100 prospect, could be higher. And Jarwin Susana, or Jarwin Susana, who I've never heard of, but apparently he's been tearing it up in the, um, in the complex league, he's been the best pitcher there. But yeah, main piece still Juan Soto, one of the best players in baseball, probably top five, twenty three years of age. Uh, it's crazy for someone like this to get traded. We can begin to that soon after you, after you you give your opinion on it. And they got Josh on the deal. Parties, you got, you got to. It's a no brainer to do this. It's Juan Soto. Crazy, crazy, crazy trade. Yeah, last night I tweeted. Uh, I had this vision of Juan Soto in a Dodgers jersey. And uh, I really thought that's where he was going to land after not thinking he was going to move anywhere. And um, this morning, it, things got moving in Juan Soto heading to San Diego, which is going to be such an electric lineup with Machado, Tatis, and him. So oh. uh, I'm really excited to watch that. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, you probably wanted more. Uh, yeah. The Nationals. Yeah. Although you did get a pretty decent haul, but, you know, that's Juan Soto. Um, I'm not sure about the exact ages of these prospects, but I bet one of them is older than Juan Soto, who has already been a two-time All-Star World Series. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, which one, one of them is older, I thought. I, I don't I, know. I thought, yeah, and then um, Padres also gave up uh, Luke Boyd. Funny controversy there for a second with uh, Hosmer almost canceling that trade, but they, they figured it out, so... Um, yeah, obviously you pull the trigger on that if you're the Padres. Now they're serious World Series contenders if they weren't already. Um, the prospects that they gave up haven't been probably what they were hoping for at the Major League le- level with Abrams and Gore. But, um, hey, Gore's been good. Gore, uh, yeah, but he was... Really good. He was the number four um, uh, prospect in 2020. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, Gore's been good, but maybe not like the dominance you were hoping for. Um, but yeah, definitely a good trade for the Padres. The Nationals, um, if they didn't want to trade them in division, or uh, um, you know, I'm just talking about the Mets, of course. If they didn't want to trade them to the Mets, that's probably one of the best packages you were getting. There's not met much more, although Juan Soto's a great player. I don't know how much a team would be willing to give up their entire farm for one player. So the Nationals got a decent haul back, but they should have landed more for a player. Yeah, I think it could be better. Like, they didn't even go with Jackson Merrill. But 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, I my opinion, this whole deal, like this trade, it's kind of a joke, dude. Like, they, something a guy like this should not like ever be traded. It's I think it's, I think this trade's honestly kind of bad. It's just a bad look for baseball. And like, yeah, I'm excited for Tatis and Machado. I'm not gonna be like a Debbie Downer, but like, I think you probably agree. It's like it's just like the guy's 23, not even his prime yet, and like has three years of control left, and like he's getting traded. It's just crazy. I know there's weird circumstances around the Nationals with like the ownership and stuff, and the, and the contract, but it's just kind of dumb to me. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, like, what do you think? What do you think about that? No, I completely agree. When you have a player like Juan Soto, there should be literally zero reason to ever trade him, even if you're rebuilding. But I mean, I guess that's kind of the human aspect of the sport. Um, not many players, especially a player as good as Juan Soto, he probably doesn't want to sit around and wait in Washington for them to get good again. So, um, it's just like the new era of sports, I think, where if you're a good player, like an elite player on a bad team, you're probably going to get moved. But, um, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I just think teams like, like, like with the new era, teams are starting to realize, like, with Soto and, like, for example, like a Bell, like, oh, why are you used to trade good players? Like, when your team sucks, like, they don't want they, these teams trade good players because they realize, like, it's obviously better to start, start over and be really, really bad than to be, like, that middle ground team who's, like, like who's an example of middle ground team? Like, for example, like the Angels have been for a while. Yeah. And obviously, Angels are a whole other shit show, but, like, they haven't been bad enough to get, like, a top five pick every year. Like, they're not that bad because obviously they have Trout, who's, like, been carrying them. But the teams don't want to be, like, at that stage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they want, they'd rather be really worse. But it's still – but the problem with this, the reason why I think it's different, he's, he's 23. It's not like when Mookie was – and obviously Mookie was a whole different situation, but Mookie was 28, 29. Like, once I was 23 years old. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. calling up a prospect, and that prospect is Juan Soto. He's – yeah, he is just beginning his twenty-year MLB career, and just after what, what was he in the league for? Five seasons? I think it's like five or four. Four or five seasons. You're giving up on a guy who's a superstar already. It, it's yeah, pity for baseball. It's, it's terrible for national fans. I bet they're pissed. Oh yeah, speaking of that, na- yeah, national fans have been going through it for like, since the last. I saw a tweet. The last three. This is the last three hundred sixty-nine days for them. Scherzer gone, Trey Turner gone, Braves won the World Series, Harper won MVP, uh, Strasburg got hurt like always, and then Soto traded, and they're the worst record in baseball. Yeah. It's sucked ever since they won the World Series, but like, imagine they didn't win their World Series. Oh my oh, god, it, that looked terrible. But they really sold the yeah. thing for that World Series. I know. Back to the package. Oh, Michael Fulmer to the Twins. That the one twins guy the Mets were targeting. A lot of moves there. Uh, on the- one guy, that's another great move, I think. One guy the Mets really wanted to, I heard. Back to the package, though, for Soto. Uh, this is probably the deepest package they could have got as far as, like, the, like, the two and three prospect they'll get, like, after the main guy they're getting in the deal. But I think maybe the Dodgers could have a better package and maybe even the Cardinals. Robert Hassel, really, really good player. Uh, really good contact and hit the ball over the field. Solid outfielder. His power's growing. Uh, he's really good max like, exit velos. But James Wood, I think, is really the main piece, to be honest. The one with the highest ceiling to be the superstar. The guy's 6'7", hits the ball far. Heavy, like, high v- exit velo guy. Like, like we know how, got, how valuable the guys are now. Ken Score was bad to start when he got called up, and then he, hurt, he started heating up, and now he's hurt. CJ James, I think, is still going to be a good player. But And then, obviously, the Sasan guy I said I never heard of. But I feel like in a Cardinals package, like, I would prefer, like, a Jordan Walker, to be honest, or a Diego Cartier from the Dodgers. 
So I'm interested to see like, what those teams offered. But yeah. And the fact they got Josh Bell in the deal as well. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, and mentioned Josh Bell, really. Another guy that was supposed to be a trade piece for the Nationals just thrown into that Soto deal. I don't know how much he raised the stock because I think Juan Soto gets that return by himself. But apparently yeah. not. Um, yeah, so big package. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really and all then, about Soto. Sticking... Sticking with the Padres, uh, obviously, I don't know if you guys are following, Earhart was in that deal, and he said he didn't want to go to the Nationals, and that was a whole, like, fiasco. And he got traded to the Red Sox for pretty much just scraps. That was a very interesting deal by the Red Sox. I get they got prospects, but, like, still, they're paying them a decent amount of money. I think, I think the Padres are taking on some of that money, though, if, if, I, if I can recall. Is that true? Uh, I'll check on that right now. But, yeah, definitely a weird trade by the uh, Red Sox. Um they're, they're having a really odd deadline where they're acquiring Hosmer and, like, Tommy Pham, but trading Vasquez, maybe J.D. Martinez in this next 13 minutes. So we'll we'll, yeah. we'll see what the Red Sox end up doing. Um, I yeah, but can't find if they... they got. I think I saw it they did. What? They got sent cash by the Padres. I don't know if they're... Um, uh, I guess that's... I think they're taking on, like, a portion of it. Oh yeah, they had to clear that money. It's gonna be interesting to see. Also, going back to Soto deal, if uh, what's who's the party owner? I forgot his name. If he's gonna be willing to like literally spend pretty much one billion dollars on three players, because yeah. that's what's gonna that's what's gonna take to keep all three of those guys. So I think it's that's gonna be really interesting to see. Hopefully they do for their for their fans' sake. I know also seeing with the Padres because AJ Preller does what AJ Preller does. They also trade for Brandon Jury. Uh, I think about an hour ago. And they gave up Victor Acosta, the number six source, or number six prospect in their system. Pretty good player, but Jury obviously been going out this year to play all over the field. Another, he just AJ Player just he's just, he just gets as many guys as he wants, pretty much. So their lineup is looking even better now with him too. Yeah, Jury, um, definitely good pickup for the Padres. He's the second. He has the second highest OPS in baseball against breaking ball pitches. So um, definitely uh, rocks everything but a fastball so that's going to be good for that Padres lineup and especially his versatility as you mentioned where oh. he can play everywhere yeah Philly's close on Syndergaard that is wow yeah that's, that's hilarious considering the circumstances wow yep not bad for him though he can be an innings leader yeah um back to back to jury uh he can play anywhere in the field so uh, it's nice to have that versatility and another bat that's been very good this year for the um Reds yeah. All right. So we're actually we're just gonna go through a lot of the deals in this episode. So we're gonna go back to yesterday's, which is like kind of where it kicked off. Like it really heated up. Uh, Yankees acquired Scott Efros from the Cubs. Rookie reliever is twenty eight, but he's five years of control for Hayden was was who is the number seven prospect in their system. Uh, Hayden Wisniewski, as the Yankees fan, I know who he is. Very very good pitcher. Like very good. I think it's a spare deal for both sides. Uh, Wisniewski. Has a really good slider, a really good sweep in the slider. His fastball sits like around 95 tops. I think it can maybe even go up with like if he keeps developing. He's pretty much almost going to be ready. And Yankees, people in the Yankees were really loved him. But obviously, Scott Efros, I don't know if you have numbers on him. Uh, I know he has a really good ERA, and analytically, he's like really good. And he's side armor. He's been disgusting for the Cubs. Like really, I mean, really good pickup for the Yankees and fine for the Cubs, too. Yeah, I, I really like that pickup by the Yankees. Uh, I watched some of uh, Scott Efros throwing, and uh, he definitely has um, 
a great uh like um be- <laughs> pitch uh i can't even think of the name mix yeah yeah like his pitch mix or he does a good sinker and slider yeah yeah his slider is awesome yeah so especially with five years of control uh i like that a lot for the yankees yeah it's, it's kind of a classic yankees move to be honest he's getting a lot of these pitches with control and then just make them good or even like just make them even better than they are now he's already good uh next one was a big deal i think i think maybe i'm not underrated deal but i think it's really gonna put them over the top to be honest uh astros got trey mancini for it was a three-team deal jose Sierra went to the rays and i think that orioles got seth johnson and some well, some other pitcher but seth johnson is the main piece they got uh yeah. very good yeah. fastball assist at 95 what they got chase mcdermott also Oh, yeah, Chase McDermott, Chase McDermott. Yeah, he's pretty solid, too. So, Johnson, main piece. He's undergoing Tom or John. I think he was the number five prospect in the Astros system. He's a pitcher, so you know they scout pitchers well. Really good movement. A slider has some good depth to it. He's pretty much a three-pitch pitcher right now. Like, he may, hopefully, he can acquire a fourth. But, yeah, Mancini, the Astros, a stud. Sad to see the Orioles kind of trade him. It's just how the business kind of works. Another thing that we kind of can get into if we want to. But I think his numbers are going to inflate, especially at uh, Ashes Park with uh, the Crawford boxes. Yeah, um, as you mentioned, it's really sad to see Mancini get traded from this Orioles team. They were so much fun to watch like throughout this year. But, you know, that's the business. It sucks that they have to sell like right when they're actually like starting to compete. But um, it, it, yeah. it wasn't their timeline. Like They weren't making it far in the playoffs if they did make it and uh, bought at the deadline. So... I get that makes sense, but it's definitely a tough thing to uh, hold on to for Orioles fans. But yeah, uh, Mancini's a great pickup for the Astros. Um, great addition to that lineup, maybe taking Gurriel's spot in the lineup. So um, I like that a lot for the Astros. Um, Orioles, I, I do like the package they received as well for getting rid of Mancini. But yeah, um, that's really all I got on that. Uh, next was a huge blockbuster. This is really the first big blockbuster. Uh, Josh Hader to the Padres. I was probably should mention that when we were talking about the Padres earlier. I totally forgot about it, which is crazy because it shows you how big the Soto deal is. Uh, Hader, obviously, top three really closer in baseball, like whether people like it or not. Even like in it's so what somewhat down your stretches, he's still striking out 40% of the guys he faces. Uh, going back to the Brewers, Taylor Rogers, closer for the Padres, who's had the most blown save this year, but. To be honest, his numbers aren't as bad as they look. And uh, he's like Phipps. I think his Phipps like at a two point eight, yeah. and his ERA is at an eight, his right? That's awesome. Yeah, he's got really. That's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. So he's he. I think he'll still be good with the Brewers, and they also got uh, Astori Ruiz, utility guy who had a thousand OPS in Triple A. In Triple I don't know if he really translates to the majors though. To be honest, Danelle Slamet, who's been god awful recently, but two years ago was top finished top four in Cy Young candidate, and you know what the Brewers do with their pitchers, and then. Robert Gasser, who I think was the 12th ranked prospect in the Padres farm, who apparently is pretty good. I don't really know much about him, but Brewers like a pitcher, and they get him. I'm sure he'll be good, but not going to lie, don't understand this deal for the Brewers. Don't get it at all. Yeah, it was really strange, especially that haters been in like these trade conversations for a bunch of years. I didn't think this was the year that they're actually going to pull through and do it, especially leading their division. And for what they, and for what they yeah, got, yeah. Like, what, what was the point? I agree. Really? It's not. It's terrible for well, that yeah. team in first place is trading away their players. 
that are like elite that really doesn't make sense for me at all but um like once again that's just like the business of it it really does not make sense for me from the brewer's standpoint where they're selling yeah he had yeah he had one six bag he had one bad six game stretch yeah and he he's been elite for the rest of the year and now uh, his lowest value ever then you give him up and then you don't get a good return for him yeah, uh, apparently the reasoning was because of his like his arbitration numbers. He obviously has one year left of this is are going to be really high. But like, I just like teams being cheap franchises kind of a joke to me. Oh, Cardinals acquiring Jordan Montgomery from the Yankees. Why? Holy shit! See, that's another weird one. Oh my god, Mets got Michael Givens. Oh, cool. And also, uh, the, Phil- the Angels got Mickey Moniak as part of the North Syndergaard trade. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Uh, Monty to the Cardinals is crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's a weird trade. I wonder what you're getting back. And it says uh, Pablo, Lopez, uh, Pablo, Pablo Lopez is going to remain with the... The Yankees are getting Harrison Bader from the Cardinals. Oh. What? Is happening. Wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. Huge deadline. Wow. That's that's kind of one of the crazier deals. Where does Bader fit? Oh, no more Aaron Hicks, I guess. That's a huge wow, 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 wow. I mean, that's crazy. That's a really good deal for both sides. I think maybe a little better for the Yankees though. Bader is very good. Wow, like what are Raiders' numbers? I, I, I'm not glad I haven't been tracking how good he's been this year, but I'm pretty sure he's been pretty freaking good. You know what his numbers are, uh, at least analytically? I know he's been good analytically. He is batting 256. Uh, actually, a down year for Bader. Um, he's obviously elite defensively. Yes, but... plus. Um, 303 on base percentage. He's got five bombs, 21 RBIs. Okay, maybe this isn't a good. This I don't know if this is a good trade for Yankees actually. On a gold glove. Oh, I don't know if this is a good trade at all for the Yankees. That's crazy. Yeah. And he's our only. He was the Yankees' only left-handed pitcher. Too. That was a weird trade. Wow. Very weird trade. So that means they're they're still gonna. Have, sorry, I go off track. They're still gonna have Domingo Herman pitch while Sevy's out. What the fuck? <laughs> Nah, the Yankees this is kind of crazy. Not gonna lie. Yeah, but well, I mean, we'll we'll get into more of that. Like when like we see more, more reasoning for it. We were talking about with the hater deal. Yeah, hater deal. Like they didn't want to pay him his arbitration money, and I think there's some other reasoning too. But like it makes no sense. I mean, yeah, I get you have Devin Williams, and you can make him the closer. But like, why not just have both? It's just as good. Makes no sense to me from their side, and I don't think they really got enough to be honest. I didn't see that the Orioles traded for Brett Phillips. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they picked him up because he got DFA'd. That's cool. It's nice to see him in baseball still. All right, but I, I don't even, like, remember where we were. That was such a strange trade. Dude. That is crazy. For Montgomery. Very strange. And while that, that means they want to go with her. Do you think the Okay, Lopez? so I knew the, I knew the English... I knew the Yankees. No, no, they're out on Lopez. They just said, "I knew the Yankees. They want obviously need to clear roster spots, but I think everyone assumed they were going to like trade Lucas Lickie, for example, and 
DFA Herman. I don't, I don't get what their obsession is with with Domingo Herman. I really don't get it. Yeah, he's a terrible uh, guy too. Yeah, he is. Well, oh, I don't know if I like. Some Yankees fans love it. Some Yankees fans hate it. I'm seeing on Twitter. Wow. I wonder if that's crazy. Not going to be on the move. There's two minutes till deadline, and I don't hear anything about him. Maybe the Yankees aren't done yet. Maybe they're, maybe they're getting like Alex Cobb, you know, someone like that from the Giants. Yeah, there's definitely going to be. Oh, Joel, Sher- Joel Sherman. The Yankees are not done. Yep. Wow. Oh, are they going to go after Rodon? Is this a, is this a buzzer beater Rodon for real? Could be. Mets are trying for one more reliever. Michael, Michael Gibbons is a great pickup yeah, like by the Mets. Because he's pitching well in, I think, still in Colorado. Yeah, he's in, he's like, he's in Colorado. Oh, yeah, they went to Cubs. Yeah, he's got 2.6 here. Right? He's been good. Oh man, cat! People are not like some people are loving this. Some people are not liking it. Monty's been struggling recently, obviously, but like he's still a solid, solid pitcher, like a really good like four or three to be honest. And he's only left there, only left in a pitcher. I also don't know if like left in a pitching right, or any pitching like having the balance matters much anymore. Like if you look at the, the Mets, look how good their pitching's been. They have all righties, but it's also like they have you have you guys have Jacob Degrom and Max Scherzer. Yeah. Wow. They're not done yet, but there's one minute to go. There's no way they're keeping Rodon or Herman in the rotation. There's, I, that's. There's Bader from released at like six thirty, but um. Yeah, Bader from Montgomery, one for one, is crazy to me. Uh, yeah, that's strange. But we'll try to get back to that later. We'll we'll move on to back where we were. Wow. Um. Where we talked. Gosh, where we okay? The hater trade. Yeah, we we both kind of agree. It's kind of weird. Like yeah. for the Brewer side. But great for the Padres. Yeah, great like for the Padres. That. Getting Hader and Soto, that is a crazy deadline. And Josh and Bell Jury. and Brennan Jury. And yeah, they give a lot, worth but like, Juan Soto. Yeah, worth it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next big deal. Speaking of the Yankees, they finally got their, finally got their guy, Frankie Montas, from the, from the A's. And they also got Luchavino, who they've been targeting for a little bit, a while now. For uh, Ken Waldenchuk is the main piece, number five prospect in their system. He's honestly more like, the, he's honestly more like the number three. He's actually number three now in the A system. Nasty lifting reliever. I think he has like 116 strikeouts and only like 40 walks, something like that, over like 71 innings. I, maybe you can pull it up. I don't know. But I know he's just absolutely nasty lifting a pitcher. Pretty much, I'm going to be ready. JP Sears, who is kind of a opener guy who pitched more than like – pitched like five innings or something each for the Yankees when he came up and was actually surprisingly good. Uh, Luis Medina, who's been known as like one of what prospect scouts love in baseball for like a while now, and he's still only 21, hasn't – Insanely nasty stuff goes consistently over 100. But he Royals have traded with Maryfield. Oh wow! I wonder where. Finally, even though he's like the least value, where could this be? This could be Mets. This could be Dodgers. <laughs> it could always be Mets or Dodgers. Who could this be? Braves. This could be very Braves move. I think. Oh no. Brewers probably Brewers make a lot of sense. Well, we, we won't stop that. They won't we'll leave just, me any we'll bad. Wait to see. All right, yeah. So, Medina, I think I, I, I do you know about Luis Medina? I, I know. I think he's just he's just always been in trade talks for years and has nasty stuff. He's probably a reliever. And then Cooper Bauman, who I honestly the Yankees fan don't know that much, but apparently he's a little bit underrated. Very athletic, has some pop to him. So yeah, uh, they gave up four prospects, but I think people were expecting more them to give up more in this deal for Frankie Matos, who. I think is one of the most 
he's not underrated anymore, but I think he's way better than people think. I've been in his numbers show, and his, and his numbers are still very good. I think he'd be like an ace caliber guy, to be honest. So they got their second guy behind Cole. The Yankees had to do it, needed that second guy behind Cole, their game two starter, and they got it. I think great deal for the Yankees, to be honest. That's not, not biased. Yeah, I opinion. agree with you. Um, definitely a necessary move for the Yankees to pick up a big starter, and they do. Um, I think he's had a pretty good deadline altogether, um, giving, getting uh, all the pieces that they did and only giving up one top five prospect. So, um, yeah, definitely like that move for the Yankees. Um, and he's probably going to Merrifield the Jays. Who? Sorry? Wow. Whit Merrifield yeah. the Jays. Isn't he unvaccinated, oh, though? Yeah, he is. So he's getting vaccinated. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no. Remember, I don't know if you saw. Sorry. All over the place. A few weeks, a week ago, he said, or two weeks ago, like, there's a rumor that apparently he was going to, he said he was going to get vaccinated if he had traded the Blue Jays. So apparently he's been wanting that move. Yeah. That's such a funny um, thing that the uh, Blue Jays got. It's funny. Uh, Bader apparently is in the IL. I didn't know this with plantar uh, fasciitis. He's, apparently, he's going to be shut down for several weeks. And he's wearing a walking boot. But the Cardinals have said they expected him to return before the end of the season. So he's pretty much going to be an October guy randomly. So is this just a future pickup for them? But, but, then they, but then they gave up Monty in the same process when you're going to uh, contend the window. Very, yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that trade later. later. That's wow. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, Montas deal. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't have much more to say on Montas. Um, thought it was a good pickup. Um, it was necessary, and the Yankees didn't have to give up um a top, probably. Yeah, like Oswald Peralta, one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, next we'll go one of the weirder ones, just off the timing, kind of just how the business works, kind of sucked to see. To see some of the stuff that was happening. Uh, Christian Vasquez to the Astros literally uh, got traded while he was taking BP, which is very awkward. Uh, very good pickup for the Astros. It's just what they do. They just get better and better, make smart moves. Uh, way better than Martin Maldonado, who they had as their starting catcher now. Solid, just solid hitter for a catcher. I think you probably agree with that. Uh, one of Red Sox core guys, kind of shocked to see him. Not, not surprised to see him traded, but also it's still just crazy to see where they're at right now. Uh, in return for Emmanuel Valdez and William Abreu, I don't know much about either, but I, uh, I saw that Valdez is hitting 327 with, with like a 410 on base percentage and a 606 slugging percentage with 21 homers across both double A and triple A. I don't know how old he is, but so he's been raking. Uh, and the other guy I don't really know much of, but yeah, Chris Vasquez said the Astros makes the lineup even better and deeper. Great move, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, very awkward interview right after the trade went down for uh, Vasquez. Um, he didn't even really have time to process it, but uh, luckily he was pulled out of the interview rather quickly, so um, he didn't have to face the music for too long. But I really like that pickup for the Astros. I thought uh, they were probably um, the most important um, catching like uh, trade deadline um, place for uh good catch in the land and they landed that catcher so um Vasquez and Maldonado they'll probably do you think they share uh games or do you think one is uh the number one catcher I think I think eventually Vasquez is the main guy but I, I they do play Maldonado a lot because of uh like he's just like a pitch caller yeah, and he's good at fielding but I think Vasquez wants to pitching the Maldonado uh, I've heard 
And he can play, yeah, he can play first a little bit, but I don't know what they're going to do because I think, like, obviously, I think they're still, they're got, Yuli will still get his time, not as much though anymore. So you can probably do Mancini at first and then, uh, also you can move him to like third and play, he play him in left. But you also have Jordan, obviously, DHing and then Michael Branley. Like, yeah, they're going to, they'll figure it out, but I think it's, it'll be pretty simple for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you have that much talent in the lineup, it's not too hard to put it together and be successful. But definitely a necessary pickup for the Astros who needed a catcher that can hit, and that's what they got. And no matter what they gave up, that's a good deal for them. Cubs not trading Contreras and Hap. Wow. That makes no sense at all to not trade with Contreras. What a terrible decision. They're just letting him walk for nothing. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, wow. This uh, Montgomery trade is really confusing me right now, to be honest. Uh, what's the, what happened after that? Oh, yeah, the Red Sox got Tommy Pham for a player to be named later in catching iterations. That made no sense to anybody, but I don't know Like I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I, Tommy Pham kind of funny, though. I completely though. agree. I thought it was really strange trade. Tommy Pham, who's been in a really cold streak going in the deadline. Red Sox pick him up. Um, Red Sox making another strange move. I have no idea what they're planning on doing for the rest of the season because they're probably going to finish right around 500 and miss the wild card. So that's exactly where you don't want to be. Definitely a strange deal for the Red Sox. Yeah. Uh... Minor moving, Luke Weaver traded to the Royals and the Dimebacks. Thought it was a dumb move at Dimebacks. He was doing good as a bullpen guy. I mean, I don't really know one cares, but it's just like I, I support them. So stupid move to me, to be honest. Uh, then they got then minor another minor move. The Red Sox replaced with Rasmus got Reese McGuire from the White Sox, who's like a serviceable average only catcher for Jake Diekman. They got off Diekman's kind of bad contract. But I think the White Sox make him good. I mean, do you really care about that? Yeah, I probably mean, that's not. Just like a mediocre move not not much opinion on that yeah it's not gonna be not gonna yeah be uh yeah Contreras and Haberstein so are Rod- so is Rodon Pete Jock Peterson Matt Mar- Martin Perez and Matt Moore I don't get what the Rangers would keep Martin Perez either so man the Yankees trade makes no Do sense okay I think they could still uh, compete this season maybe I don't think they'd be fair on them yeah, I don't know. Like, I I don't get I don't get the whole strategy of teams trying to fight for that last little like pity wildcard spot that they added. It's kind of stupid to yeah, me, to be honest. When, even if you like win the first series, how far are you gonna get? You're probably not in the first series. Yeah. Yeah. Texas is, uh, next right, deal. Texas is eight games out what? of a playoff spot. They're they're not making it. They're out. That's a really strange decision by them. Yeah. Uh, next deal, one of the more notable, notable pitchers that was on the market and getting held, a lot of interest, uh, Jose Gatana traded to the Cardinals from the Blue Jays, or from the Pirates, excuse me. Andrew Christian went there for John Oviedo, Malcolm Nunez. Malcolm Nunez, I think he's a solid prospect infielder who's been kind of hitting well. But, I mean, good pickup for the, uh, for the Cardinals, in my opinion. I think it's fine. Always good to get pitching depth. He's having a good year, too. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um... I'm just so I, I can't like get it off my mind what the Cubs are doing here. Such a strange. Yeah, I can't get off my mind what the what the Yankees are doing here either. I think the Yankees went from having one of the best deadlines and getting way better to pretty much getting barely. Oh, Braves got Rysel Iglesias. 
for Jesse Chavez and Tucker Davidson. They took on that Iglesias contract. Wow. Well, since they have so much money because all the superstars signed for nothing, that makes sense. All right, I mean, they're still coming to deal with the Yankees, but I just don't. Hmm. Like, I think the Yankees honestly barely got better now. They got better because the bullpen guys, but like, you still that one hole because Sebi's out and you don't know how he's going to be good. Ah, man, crazy. That's makes a, no sense to me. At least for now. Until yeah, the, the beta trade was very strange. The D backs not training any of their guys, too. Uh, really stupid to me. But, yeah. yeah. Not- and it's just to the Braves. I only have like. Well, not the um, not the players I expected to get traded going on the deadline. I I really thought Contreras and Hap or Locks to get traded. I don't I don't. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know why they're asking Bradford Contreras is so high. I feel like they almost like fell into the trap of like not wanting to disappoint their fans again with their actors they get for like either guy because of what happened with Rizzo and Brian last year. But they got like good stuff for Rizzo. I don't know. It's it's weird. Maybe the maybe the market kind of just closed once like Astros got Vasquez. Mets didn't want to give any, any of their top guys. So I don't know. That might, I don't know what could happen. Yeah. Um. That that Iglesias trade. Uh, I'm surprised the Mets let uh, the Braves land him. Considering we were looking at some bullpen. He's he's been he's been pretty bad. To be honest, dude. If I remember correctly. Oh, he's been pretty bad. Pretty well, I think. He, I mean, he would, yeah. But I think Gibbon, Gibbon's a hard thrower. I'm putting the Mets want one more guy, and they probably could still get another, could get another guy. Yeah, hopefully. It's it's six eleven right now. The more deals will happen in the next twenty minutes for sure. It seems like, yeah. All right, let's kind of stay on. Uh, what? Let's kind of stay on track here. Uh, another kind of minor deal, really random deal, to be honest. Uh, the Astros acquired Will Smith for Jake Lorizzi from the Braves. Uh, random deal, kind of like Odorizzi's been eh this year for the Astros, and they obviously have too many starting pitchers, so they kind of give him up for Will Smith, who's been really bad, but has shown he could be solid enough. So I'm sure the Astros will make him like find find his success again. But like weird, weird kind of deal. Just I guess teams wanting like something and just giving up each other for their need. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just as you said, like a weird deal, but um. Astros out a bullpen arm, Braves out a starter, both like not having the best year, but um, I guess that makes sense for me. Um, they they would know what they want. So, um, I I don't feel like any sort of way about that. Yeah, I, it's it's yeah, it's weird. Any random deal. Uh, Rob Grossman went to the Braves for Chris Anglin. Don't, don't I don't know who Chris Anglin is to be honest. Uh, classic Braves move: get depth outfielder, replace Duvall. Probably, probably, probably be good with them to be honest. Switch hitter, I think we'll switch hitter. Maybe a lefty. I don't know. I think switch hitter though. Rob, Rob Grossman is um, a switch hitter, right? I think. Do you know who he is? Uh, I should know yeah, this. He's a <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's yeah, I mean, good good move for the Braves getting depth. Kind of going to almost every deal here. Oh, and then today kind of started with the, this is kind of the first big deal, another deal. Uh, twins got Jorge Lopez. Uh, before we go into this, I should I love this deal for the Twins. I love it for kind of both sides, but especially for the Twins, he's been absolutely nasty this year, like so good. Uh, they definitely need a bullpen help. They got him for uh, pitcher Yanni 
Cano, Cade Povich, Juan Nunez, and Juan Roa. So four pitches to get Lopez. Uh, Knuckle, I have not looked into those four guys yet. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming some of them are like pretty good. Uh, J.D. Martinez stayed in Boston. Apparently the right, White Sox are done. They have no moves. White That's Sox crazy the worst deadline of all time. But uh, Jorge Lopez, great addition for the yeah. Twins bullpen. And I think has control, I think, I guess a year or two more. Lopez? Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm yeah. not exactly sure. But, yeah, definitely definitely a great pickup for the Twins who are looking to push for that uh, lead in the NL Central. AL Central, sorry. Um, yeah, he's been dominant this year. And another player that I bet Oriole fans are sad to see go, but got four pitches in return, like Jackson said. A pretty good return for a closer who is having the best year of his career. I, like, far, like, not even close. Yeah, by far, yeah. I mean, I think, I think to be fair, I still think a whole man's anything, them training him kind of sucks for baseball, but it's the right move, to be honest. Like, they realize... Like they probably not, they're probably not gonna get that wild card spot. Even if they somehow do, probably not now. Probably definitely not. To be honest, uh, there's no point. They're they're in the they're the thick of the rebuild right now, and it's going better than like like this year has been kind of like a flash in the pan, not flash pan. I don't know what's the word. It's like a miracle for them almost. Like yeah. how they're still doing this good, and they've just been developing guys, and their farms loaded, so they're just doing the right thing. They're still loading up the farm. And they could even be better next year because their guys are coming up. So, yeah, I think the move is like fine to trade Mancini. It's just like stuck to yeah, baseball, to be honest. The Mets did not make any additional trades. So, Ruff and Givens is what Mets get on deadline day, which is not enough. Certainly not enough. Just saying. The Mets are thinking, yeah, I don't think they're yeah. enough. I think they're kind of almost assuming like DeGrom is like the extra addition, which, okay, but like, I don't know. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Um, strange. I want to get with a game for Givens. Givens yeah, really good this I'm year. I'm surprised that hasn't come out yet. Um. Uh, Blue Jays got Anthony Bass and Zach Pop, two of Merritt Mar- two of the Marlins' best relievers. For Jordan Groshans, who's used to be a former top prospect. He's still technically a top 100 prospect. He's not as good as he looks. Trust me, he isn't. Like, But he's fine. A good, good guy to take a flyer. Maybe he can like regain his potential. And Marlins should just be sound anyway. So, yeah. Good, good move by old teams, especially just get yeah, more I really like up. that move for the Blue Jays. I like that they're actually going out and trying to compete instead of uh, sitting there and not trying to make a move. So I definitely like that move. Add to that bullpen. You can't ever have enough good bullpen arms. So yeah, I like that trade a lot. Yeah. And finally, the Yankees got Joey Gallo off their hands. Well, they traded him to the Dodgers of all plays, which is interesting because he's like almost even brighter lights in New York and L.A. But knowing the Dodgers, so I think they could maybe make him turn to his old form or something close to it. The Yankees actually got a way better return than I think people expected them to. They got uh, Clay and Beater, the f- Dodgers pitching prospect who has a 60-grade fastball and curveball and pretty decent changeup. Uh, I think he's kind of probably mostly a reliever, though, to be honest. But I think fine for both teams. Like... Your daughters you might as well take a flyer yeah, on Gallo. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not going to hurt you. Um, if Gallo could find his all-star footing again, uh, that'd be uh, really good for him. Uh, it was really sad seeing his like Q and A. Uh, I bet you saw it on Twitter about like how disappointed he was. Um, yeah, someone yeah. came out about that today. So yeah. it sucks to see that, but um. I like to move for the Dodgers. Why not give it a chance? If it doesn't go well, just DFA him. Uh, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, 
Yeah, I agree. Um, next, Logan O'Hope is going to the Angels for Brandon Mars. Phillies got their outfielder they wanted. Brandon Mars is like young and like decent, but they also give like one of their best prospects and like a pretty solid catcher prospect with Logan O'Hope. I think I get why the Angels did this like right away. Kind of a weird one for the Phillies, to be honest. I don't know. Like I like eh? it for the Phillies. The Phillies have been really good since firing Joe Girardi, and um, they're looking to make some noise in the playoffs, and they've made moves at the deadline that will help them be competitive at the end of the season. They picked up D-Rob also, and Marsh, who's had a pretty good year. So, um, I, I like it for the Phillies. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. Not terrible at all. Uh, another big one, Tyler Molly, or Ty, yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it, Winston Twins. I think another great move for the Twins. I think they, they had a really underrated headline. Uh, from the Reds, Reds got Spencer Steer, Christian Encarnacion, Strand, and Steven Ajar. Three really, actually, good, really good players. They got an absolute haulback from Molly because of his control and his analytical potential that I think teams see. I get why the Twins did this, though, because like, they're trying to win. So, yeah, good deal for both sides. I. Really like, really like it. Melee's a beast, and yeah, so are the prospects. Yeah, Another good pickup for the Twins. They're looking like they're, as I previously said, they're going to try to push for that number one spot in the AL Central, and it's wide open. So why not? I mean, you got Crea, you got Buxton. You might as well make a push. It is one because uh, yep. even though they haven't been great during the regular season this year, it's not a team I would be too excited to play in the playoffs. I think they could catch some fire. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next was kind of a shocking one because I don't know if he was, how heavily he was rumored to them. I thought, I thought maybe the Mets would get him. Uh, D. Rob, David Robinson went to the Phillies for exchange for Ben Brown. Who I'll get to Ben Brown in a second, but D. Rob really good pickup for the Phillies. Bullpen help is always good, and they definitely need it. He's been really good this year. Uh, yeah, yeah, good move for yeah. them. As I just mentioned a little bit ago, I like that move a lot for the Phillies. Um, you know, I'm not just uh, as my Mets fans biased. I I'm pretty disappointed. With it. Sorry, not happy about it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. No, no, no. So you're not I, happy I about we were it. Obviously, make a move. This team feels good, so um, I I thought we were really gonna push this deadline, but you know, maybe it's not our season to go all in since everybody else is going all in. But um. Yeah, I like that move for the Phillies. They're going to push for that playoff spot, and uh, I'm I'm not sure what. Do you know what they have to give up for D. Rob? Uh, yeah, they gave up Ben Brown. Uh, he's actually the 25th ranked prospect, but the rankings have not been updated. He's guys, kid's an absolute stud. A lot of people in, the, in this space were very high on him. Six six, twenty two years old. Uh, sixty grade fastball. 50 great slider, 50 great curveball, but like it's controls kind of a problem. But he strikes out tons of guys. The 3.08 ERA this year, 73 in this pitch, he struck out 105 guys to only 23 walks with whip at 1.04. And opposing hitters are only hitting 197 against them. So this kid, I think, is an absolute stud, to be honest. And it's just another example like the Cubs are banking on these uh, high velocity, tall, long arms. And I think. It's always smart to do yeah, that, to be honest. Yeah, I like that return. Um, yeah, it has good stuff at this point. It's so funny. He's tw- only 22, turning only 22. 23 in around a month, which is almost Juan Soto's age, funny enough, and he's pitching at high A. So, this is another Juan Soto shout-out. 
Yeah, it is kind of it is kind of crazy how like the, how, yeah. how young Juan Soto still is. And then uh, you can get in this one, uh, Darren Ross to the Mets. Um, to give they gave maybe up, so maybe Davis, you know. Uh, don't know. Pucky and then two uh, lower level prospects who have been actually pretty good this season. The more I looked into their statistics, both hovering around a three ERA. So uh, a lot for Darren Ruff, although he has been very good against lefties this year. Um, and uh, J.D. Davis, I think I mentioned at the MLB level. Uh, I'd like to see J.D. Davis go because he just has not been good this year. And it's very frustrating to watch him play. But uh, I like the acquisition. Um, not as much now that we didn't do anything else, but... I guess we're platooning DH for the rest of the season, which is what smart teams do, so I'm very okay with that. But uh, I, I wish we had some more moves here at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I thought maybe they get one more reliever or at least get like a like a more impactful bat, but I think the obvious plan is to have Bogey and Ruff platoon. So the one faces obviously Ruff faces lefties, Bogey faces righties. But, I mean, yeah, not a bad deal. I mean, they gave up four guys, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. to think about, like, it's, it's Darren Ruff. But none of those guys really, like, are that impactful. If I'm, Zabucky is I remember correctly. awful at the major league level. So, J.D. Davis has been really bad. Uh, uh, Carson Seymour yeah. and uh, Nick Zwak, um, they look like they might have some potential down the road. So, it's a lot for Darren Ruff, but it's a move that we had to make. J.D. Davis was not cutting it, so I get it from the Mets' perspective. Yeah, uh, I'll just go over a few quick deals here. You don't really need to chime in unless you want to. Uh, Mariners got Matt Boyd from the Giants, who has not pitched this year. But obviously, in the past, he's like shown good stuff and always good to get pitching depth. I don't know when he's going to be healthy. But yeah, decent move for them. I don't think they really give up much either. Um, what else? Uh, Mariners also got Jake Lamb from the Dodgers for past considerations. Good bench depth, lefty power bat. You obviously mentioned Brett Phillips went to the Royals. Spine picker with them, even though he kind of is awful, awful offensively, but he's obviously elite defensively. And he's just kind of a funny player, good guy. Uh, obviously, we mentioned Michael Fulmer earlier. They gave up Sawyer Gibson Long, pitcher, to the Tigers. Don't know who that is. Uh, yeah, don't know who that is. But I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's decent. Uh, yeah, Syndergaard for Mickey Moniak, which looks hilarious. Just that deal and, and a player to be, to be named later. I don't know how right now. Maybe it was named. And then, obviously, yeah, the, uh, the Bader... Montgomery swap, which yeah. I'm still so yeah, confused does about. Does not make sense for the Yankees, in my opinion. Yeah, not even Especially if he's, he's hurt. Strange. And like, he has one more year control. Yeah, especially because not there's no back move. I think I saw a tweet. Uh, I forgot who it was from. I think uh, what happened was, to be honest, is they had that deal lined up, and I think they thought they were getting Pablo Lopez, and. Cashin might have fumbled the bag, or it might have just fell through, or the Marlins might have, like, honestly, I know it sounds kind of stupid to say, but, like, tricked them or, like, screwed them over. It probably just Something fell like that. through. I think it just fell through. Anything from screwing them over. Yeah, but. True. That's, I don't know. I mean, I think I've seen both fan bases hate this trade. I don't, I don't know how that happened, but, like, it's weird. I think both fan bases, the Yankees, some. English fan base is valued on Montgomery. Some people love him. Some people think he's kind of a little overrated and like, they don't really care for him that much. And I think it's the same thing with uh, the Cardinals fan base on Bader. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. But I think technically the Yankees just got worse. Yeah, that, was, that was a strange trade for both sides. To, 
Well, I, I do like it for the Cardinals. They they need some left-handed pitching help, considering Steven Matz has been so bad this year. So um, I get the trade from that side. But you know, trading Bader at is pretty low value, but still getting a good return. So I guess it didn't re- really matter that much. Yeah. I mean, Bader's better than Hicks, but he's not, like, Bader's not healthy. The whole plan was obviously for Montez to take Herman's spot. And they, had to, they still, and I think they still had to clear forty man spots. If I'm, if I'm correct, I don't know. Like what? I, I guess they just want Domingo Herman pitching while Severino's out. I don't get it. I just don't get what they see in him. <laughs> I don't like. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, to not be on the MLB mound ever again. He, he's not very good. Is there yeah. any other trades we have to go over? Uh, I don't yeah, so think I guess, so. I guess that's going to be it. Um, any big risers and big losers you have from this deadline? Uh, big winners. What we'll yeah, we'll say? Actually, yeah, you want to do risers or winners? We'll just do both. Yeah, uh, big winner. Reds, I think, had a tremendous deadline. They did, they did exactly what they needed to do and got... They made like, their farm system... Farm system is probably... Easily top ten in baseball now with all the trades they made. They have like a million like good shortstop prospects now. So I think they're big winners. Big winners. Yankees were winners till like this trade. I don't know. It's like they got better technically even after this trade, but like they. I feel like now they're a barely better team at this deadline because they technically shot. Yeah, it's it's weird. But I guess we'll count them as winners. Astros huge winners in my opinion. They did exactly what they needed to do. Uh. What else? Let's, who's another winner? Twins for sure. You agree with that? Oh, Padres obviously easily. And who else sold? Orioles. Orioles did their job. I don't know if they're maybe a winner. Cubs did their job. Uh, losers. I'd have to go. Oh, Phillies are decent. I don't know. Who who, who do you have? I think losers. I maybe go Mets as one of them. But not, I don't know if they're really a loser. They just it's kind of strange. were like they stood pat pretty much. I don't know. It, maybe if we made all of these like moves today, like Vogelbach yeah. making, right. maybe it would look like a little bit bigger. But um, no big like star that I guess Mets fans were expecting to bring in. We got just a bunch of platoon guys to help the lineup already. Yeah. Uh, major loser two White Sox. I yeah. can't believe they didn't make any moves. Terribly run. Terrible manager. Awful. There's probably despised playing there. Um, I don't. I don't know what the White Sox are doing. Never did. Yeah. Uh, at all. Who else is another loser? Um. Uh, no, not the Dodgers. They're too good. But it's always good to kind of make maybe a move for a bat. But they didn't really do that. Braves are definitely a winner. Red Sox, I, I consider a loser because I just don't get, like, I don't get, there's no way no team wanted. Oh, you could, sure. I think they could have got rid of yeah, JT definitely. some JD I guess somehow. asking prices, too. Uh, Nationals are a loser. <laughs> I don't care. It's just, they just are. You got to be a loser for that. Uh, Yeah. I think Cardinals, actually, with this trade, I don't know. Uh, Cardinals, they were, they were a loser. Now they're probably just kind of in the middle. I think I still think they could have done more, but Monty has a, I think, a great trade for them. 
Uh, yeah, I don't really know about anyone else. Yeah, I guess I guess that's really it for the trade deadline. A lot of noise, a lot of winners, a lot of losers. Um, uh, we're gonna have to take some time to uh, sit down and really think about everything that's going on. Um, hopefully, for the next podcast, we'll have more of the guys back. Um, have any closing remarks? Uh, I don't get what the Yankees are doing. I, I it's like they went all in. And then now it's almost like this movie's like for next year. Crazy to me. But yeah, I mean, all in all, I mean, fun time in baseball. Crazy. It, it, it did end up being a crazy trade yeah, deadline. Yeah, definitely so good trade deadline for the Can't complain about that. Um, a lot of fun, a lot of people moving. Uh, Juan Soto on the move and more great players that are going to be able to compete at this uh, the last month of the season. Uh, Jacob DeGrom's pitching today, so that should be awesome against the Nationals without Soto and Bell. So, uh, perfect game watch there for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, one quick thing. The Padres are, pi- the Padres are picking wow. up the entirety of Hosmer's contract. What? So why did they trade him? For prospects? But they also gave up pro. Yeah, so, so that makes Red Sox a lot more sense now. That's I don't what the <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, it doesn't yeah. make them they're yeah. still a winner. They I still got one soda. Who cares? But like, wow, roster, okay. which makes sense to me. I guess, yeah. All right, so uh, yeah, yeah. I guess Weird. that's all we have for the through the scenes yeah. podcast today. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at tt seams. Um, so, big trade deadline. It was fun to talk about, see some things live, but that's all we got. Hopefully, once again, we'll have the rest of the guys here next time. So, uh, see ya.